Hi all, welcome to my podcast about Napoleon, his wars and his representation nowadays. It takes place in the light of the celebrations of the 200 years of his death. My name is Loris, I'm a student at the University of Luxembourg and this podcast takes place in my course of public history. Let's move into our topic with this question. How do you visualize Napoleon? Of course, from one person to another, it changes. But one thing is sure, you know him, at least by his name. What you could less know is that this famous character led different vision of him, even nowadays. So, let's begin. First of all, have a look to the Golden Legend. You surely know that when someone let a very good trace that all the works and other things that people did to pay tribute to him. In a lot of minds, that's what Napoleon led behind him. Around Napoleon dwelt a glorification, a true myth. His military and political career, so epic, he was sometimes seen as a messiah. Particularly established in France and by French people, this golden legend retains the great social advance and notably the fact that France was at the top of its power during his reign. Just think to that, a France which extends to Mad from Madrid to Amsterdam via Rome, in less than 10 years, very few countries made this since the Roman Empire. Moreover, Napoleon was often represented in paintings and sculptures with a laurel wreath, a Roman symbol, as if to affirm this legacy. So, Napoleon is a truly popular figure, from France to the end of the world. We are in 2021, and it's the bicentenary of his death. Of course, there will be many celebrations all around France, a lot of emission of him, on his life and about his end when he was exiled in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean in the hill of St. Helena. Furthermore, the French President Emmanuel Macron has planned to commemorate a major figure of our history according to him. What will be celebrated will be his courage, his values and his incredible parkour, which are often the most advanced teams in France to speak and commemorate Napoleon. So, from Paris to Ajaccio, where he was born, celebrations will take even if sometimes the date can be postponed. But if you're French or you're interested in media in France, some voices emerge to cancel those celebrations, notably due to the bad things Napoleon and his reign made all across Europe. So, if we leave France, how is Napoleon perceived abroad? You certainly know that in the United Kingdom, people are not great fans of him. Indeed, main opponent of the French expansion under his reign, the United Kingdom developed as soon as possible a lot of strategies to discredit internationally the name of Napoleon, and the caricaturist succeeded in. I set the stage for you, where in 1812, during the campaign of Russia, Napoleon and his army withdrew from Moscow. The war during a terrible winter, what an occasion to make a fool of the French emperor. The British caricaturist, already in good shape, were unleashed to show Napoleon as a little overexcited guy who wanted to control all Europe. From 1803, the caricaturist James Gilway already found his nickname, Little Bonnie, which traversed centuries to nowadays still speak of the Napoleon complex. Easy but effective transition. As you saw the title, it would be too easy if Napoleon had only one myth about him. So let's move on to see. Thus, Napoleon has a black legend too. Indeed, a negative legend developed around him, especially outside France, it's obvious, but all the war and conquest he made didn't only bring in fans. A dominating tyrant, thirsty of glory and enslavement, 
that O is often seen abroad. One example which says a lot, the Spanish campaign or the war of independence for the Spanish. Taking advantage of the pretext of an invasion of Portugal and the Spanish monarchy in perdition, Napoleon took over the country without any crimes and even thinking he had the support of the population. Really, really big mistake. Being trapped, first Madrid and then the rest of Spain began guerrilla warfare against the French army in 1808. The French responded with cruelty and massacres in all Spain the next six years until the legitimate prince, Ferdinand VII, came into power helped by the British and Portuguese. This conflict still present today in Spain, with truly negative views on Napoleon and his army notably brought into light by Francisco Goya and his paintings. Nowadays, in Madrid, he celebrated the 2nd of May, the Dia de la Comunidad, kind of national fest and of the city of the province. The beginning of the end for Napoleon this war showed that his army could be beaten. But a year earlier, before the guerrilla in Spain, the first true defeat of the French emperor took place. Indeed, you know that in July 1807, Napoleon was surrounded by the wave of rabbits during a nutting trip. It's pretty funny to think that one of the greatest strategists of his time looked like a coward in front of a swarm of rabbits. It really undermines the golden legend of his character. You know, even if I'm in Luxembourg, I'm still French, and it's funny to see that this little story about Napoleon can be more present abroad and never taught in France's school. So, we have seen that Napoleon is a very complex character, and that his reign left very different memories, the true principle being a good one and a bad one. Thank you all for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed, and stay tuned for my comrades' other podcasts, which are on a lot of great topics.